Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Hotter than an August day in Mississippi. Guys of a certain age. Yes, Jay, write down. I just messed up that one, please. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbie Koblitz in studio with the second intro alongside... Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. Who is the keeper of everything. You're like our personal watcher, Ooh. is what you are. Ah, yeah, that is. I am the watcher. Yeah. You don't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I show up at the beginning. I show up at the end. <laughs> and all the cool stuff happens in between, oh. right? Well, that oh. was... Can that, tell I watched What If last night. That was yeah. awesome. That was awesome. Oh. That was a good What If last night. Oh too. man, it was great. Oh, I just yeah. saw the first one last night. Oh, you oh. haven't seen the second I, one? I haven't seen the second the one. The second one's even better I, than the first I one. I thought the first one was good, but the second one was better to me. Okay. Yeah, and they're both great. Yeah. So all right. All right. Let's let's jump into Geeks of the Week. Sorry, Mrs. Reed, for that <laughs> thing aimed at your son who was gone for a couple of weeks and he still comes back, which is kind of amazing. All right, let's do Geeks of the Week. What you got, Jay? I have got the announcement that Sweet Tooth is going to be renewed for season two. Wow. Um, it was kind of cool. They, they released like this Twitter video with some of the stars. And if you've watched, if either of y'all watched it, I haven't watched it. I've okay. watched the f- first episode and I couldn't really get into it. Okay. So the kid in it, Gus, who is the hybrid with the, with the antlers, he, um, really likes candy, like drinks maple syrup and, and likes candy. So that's, that's the name. So they announced it. Drinking maple the, syrup. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's pretty good. Actually. Oh wow. Hey, I see a little, can't see my antlers. Can you know? <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'll shut up. They, um, they sent these enormous, like two foot by one foot chocolate candy bars that said sweet tooth season two to the stars. Now I don't know if they really sent them or if it was just a prop, but anyway, that's how they supposedly were notified. Um, that there's going to be a season two. Of course, with Netflix, who knows when season two will show up. But I didn't realize, apparently it's like the sixth most watched series on Netflix. Like really? Like 60 million households wow. watch this. Really? Yeah, I was surprised. But wow. apparently it's, it was a, it was a hit enough to, to redo. And there was no, I don't want to spoil it, but you know there was no um, major character killed off, really. So they'll all come back, assumably. Uh, of course, it might be 2023, but they actually filmed the first season during COVID. Hmm. So it's possible they could go on and film and might be out earlier than, than expected. But I, I remember watching uh, the last season of Manifest, and we'll see if Manifest is saved or not. Has it been saved? You heard already? So there is a strong rumor that Manifest is coming back for season four yeah. on Netflix. Okay. And that That's what ne- they had hoped. And they're in negotiations with cast and creators right now. Okay. And there's also talk that it may be at the WB. It may end up on... Not the WB. They may change C- networks every yeah. every week. How cool will that be? Yeah, there you go. Find it. So, so you, I think it's CW. I, I'm I'm pulling this from memory. I scanned a headline. CW uh-huh. and Net Netflix. Maybe where CW would get first run and Netflix would get the streaming. Okay. I may be making things up. I never do that though. So we. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, as you uh, were saying, I was going to say they had a disclaimer at the end of it at the end of every episode that said this this production was filmed using. Uh, 
uh, highest COVID standards or mm-hmm. whatever like that. Because they would have scenes, obviously, with people without masks on right. everything, but they would they would put a disclaimer that said they filmed it that way. And I wondered, huh. sweet I don't Bay. remember seeing one, but you yeah. know how if it goes to the next episode, you don't always yeah, see that. Well, right. all that's the right. stuff. I know in some of the productions we've done over the last year, as we were in the middle of first lockdown, we would put a graphic on screen saying that portions of this pre- presentation were filmed prior to prior the COVID nineteen. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. well, Sweet Tooth is not only filmed during it, it also, there's so many parallels uh-huh. between the story and, like, real life. It's kind of scary. And yeah. you drinking maple syrup is one of them. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man. That maple just, syrup, maple water is good for you, man. Oh, man, that just Manganese. makes my teeth hurt. I don't so. think it's straight, but I'll, I'll, I'll eat a teaspoon yeah. or two straight. Yeah. Oh. Maple syrup, yeah, I'll have it straight. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Man, that just makes me... Like my blood sugar's going through the roof. Okay. All right. We go from the sweetness of Jay to the sour, the bittersweet. <laughs> Art, what you got? Uh, Anthony Mackie it just came out that he has signed a deal to be in Captain America 4, which is the fourth movie, obviously, in that franchise. Uh, as the as Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended, it actually had a title card that came up that said Captain America and the Winter Soldier. As uh, Sam Wilson, Mackie's character, became the new Captain America. Uh, the guys behind that, or the creative team behind that, rather, uh, Falcon and the Soldier, are doing the movie as well. Ooh, so cool. one would suspect that some of the loose ends from that series will be tied up in the movie. No word whether or not Sebastian Stan is a, Stan is attached to it or not, uh, or not but um, he you know, has to be. He, I think he has to be, too. He has you know? to be. Should show up at his house and say, you have to do Yeah, yeah. So do. I would imagine he's going to be in it, but... Uh, and I, I do think they're, they'll kind of pick up from where they left off with the series, which will be great. I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be good. I have no idea when production begins or when it falls into the MCU timeline. You know, could be ten years from now. As far it could as we be. Know. It but, could uh, be. Anyway, I'm excited about that. I like. I like Anthony Mackie. I liked uh, his character as the Falcon, and I'm looking forward to seeing him as Captain America as well. So I read an article when they were announcing it. I think it was an IO9, and apparently after uh, the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier dropped, Anthony Mackie was in the grocery store checking out, and his grocer's like, oh, hey, man, you're going to be Cap? You're doing Cap 4. That's what it says here. And Mackie's like, I haven't heard a thing. I haven't signed a thing. This was back in July. So, I mean, we all thought it was a foregone conclusion, of course. You know, at at that level, the actors give their agents instructions and don't hear anything until the deal's done. Yeah. Um, Or in the case of Scarlett Johansson, the deal is completely undone. Undone. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, I think. Chances are, we may not know about Sebastian Stan or uh, any of the other characters, but Pretty sure Scarlett Johansson will not be. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Captain probably America right. Four. That's probably right. Cool, cool. Well, two trailers dropped today that I'm pretty excited about. Staying in the Marvel Universe, the Eternals final trailer dropped. And the Eternals, Eternals, not the Internals, as I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I the, do that too. Yeah, the Internals, the Infernal Internals. Uh, the Eternals is going to hit movie theaters November 5th. Okay. So that's, uh, what? That's, cool. nice. That's not far away at all. That's not far away at all. Wow. And one of the things that was really excited about, and I'm going to look at it, is um, they explain in the um, trailer why the Eternals didn't pop out to help with Thanos and all that. Have you yeah. seen the trailer? No, but I did hear that there was, I saw a headline that said, here's why they weren't there, weren't yeah. involved. And it was basically, they are supposed to be, um, supposed to be battling the deviants on earth and that's it and they were instructed to um, sit that one out to sit that one out and there is a shot in the new trailer 
of this red giant looking thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was Galactus for there for a half a second, but no, it is, it's another celestial. Well, Galactus is not celestial. Who is it? Oh, come on, come on, come on. I thought I had this up. Ephraim, I think is the name of the celestial who's supposed to be one of the celestials who guards earth sort okay. of thing. So the celestials made the eternals. And if you recall, there was a celestial, we've seen a celestial's head before mm-hmm. in Guardians 1. Ego, uh, yeah. Well, no, no, that Guardians 2 was Ego. Oh, ego uh, Guardians 1 was, was the, the, the Nowhere. Head. Right, nowhere, nowhere, which also yeah. came up recently. In what, talking about. what If. What If. if? Yeah. yeah. So, speaking, but, of, speaking of Thanos. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I love Thanos in episode two of What If. That was just great. That was great. So, um, so I'm excited about that, but probably even more so September 24th, which, you know, is like less, corner. Yeah. less than a month. As we, I mean, a little bit over a month as we record this, Foundation is uh, oh. going to premiere and they dropped the final trailer that's today. on Apple TV yeah, Plus. Dang it. I guess I'll hang on to Apple TV Plus a little bit. They got longer. you. They yeah. do. They I got mean, they you. really do. So. Because there's Ted Lasso and there's something else that we may talk about. Yeah, smigadoon. Yeah, art. I mean, corn pudding, corn pudding. <laughs> I, why do I think of Barney Fife every time I hear corn pudding? I don't <laughs> I know. know. That's, that makes so, sense. But but anyway, the uh, the foundation. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And and to me, Foundation and Dune kind of go hand in hand. They're, they're epic, classic science fiction. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, Dune is coming out what in October, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, not too long either. Yeah, and so October fifth, maybe I don't know. Some, something I don't know. So they have not committed to a second part of Dune. So oh, oh no, but I've heard rumors about the second part. Have you heard about this? No, this? what you got? They're saying that the second part is probably going to be uh, more female led. Oh, from Zendaya's yeah, uh, uh-huh, Channy's point right, of view. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, be, so so there are. You know, there is discussion about it. So I, I think it will happen. But I think it's all predicated upon how oh, it well does. does it box yeah. office and with streaming numbers. So and who knows how that's going to be. Oh, man. Did they mention anything in the internal? I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. it. Eternals um, about um, if they were going to do a simultaneous release with Disney. I don't know. But Ten yeah. Rings is going to be uh, theater, uh, theater only. Theater only, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, that could change, too. Yeah, it really could as numbers bounce all over mm-hmm. the place. So, but um, Jared uh, Jared Harris as Harry Seldon in Foundation looks really mm. interesting, and they've done some changes to the book. I mean, yeah. to the, the from the book for the miniseries. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really really pumped about that. Yeah, I, I'm so. look, looking forward to that as well. So I've got I probably was the need, book in the early fifties or was yeah, it? yeah yeah. So actually, it was uh, originally called. It was in one of the 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 first. The, let me back up. So, Foundation is composed of four parts. Each part was a novella that was published in a science fiction magazine in the late forties, early fifties. Mm-hmm. And the first little novella was called the Encyclopedist. Right. And so it was published like forty seven, forty eight. Right. That's what I was thinking. It may have been late forties, but the book that we know didn't come into existence into until the fifties. Right. And yeah. so uh Asimov retconned, rewrote it a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he did some more retconning as he got older. Uh he brought the robot universe in with the foundation universe. Yeah. Which right. Really he tied cool. all that stuff to and that had was reading all that stuff at one point. Caves That's the one I borrowed from you, right? Is yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. there's, there's, 
there's also this this whole robot universe with iRobot and Caves of Steel mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, and he ties all of that together with I think what was the Foundation's fourth, Edge, right? Yeah, yeah. and then which he, was the fourth book yeah. that came well after the other ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he has Prelude to Foundation, which he wrote before he died, that also kind of tied right. it together yeah. too. So, uh, I am just going to tell you, I am throwing all my Apple equipment away if there's a will smith cameo in foundation <laughs> from I'm, our robot i'm done with with Apple. yeah yeah i just i love will smith great actor i robot was horrible yeah absolutely horrible had, n- the had only nothing th- to do just titles just the, the title yeah. is what it was yeah so and if you took it just kind of by, by itself it wasn't too bad but to have that book that you could possibly base something on and to do just basically a detective story yeah you know or an action movie from it you know it's just kind of a shame and he would have been great in he it. would have been great yeah. nothing against will smith yeah yeah so maybe so it is what it is yeah all right is that it yeah that's all we got so we're gonna talk going once going twice out. yeah we're mm-hmm. geeked out all right so uh second half of the show is gonna be interesting because i'm not gonna have a lot to say but i'm probably gonna lob a few soft tosses at somebody <laughs> you know because we're talking about schmigadoon speaking of apple tv plus we'll see you in a minute yeah, we're back. We're going to talk about a musical show on Apple TV Plus that I've only seen one episode of. So, this, oh, I thought you binge watched the whole thing last night. That would be negatory, oh, Ghost Rider. Totally that would be negatory. Wow. So, spoil all you want. So, <laughs> so you don't think you're going to finish it up? You may. Nah, I, I may. We're going to see how you two do with this, and then I will, uh-huh. I will judge. So, Smigadoon. Smigadoon. Okay. Well, the, the the cool part was when they brought the TARDIS in on the third episode. So, I thought you might have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, all right. What is, I'm going to ask you guys questions, and you can jump in. Smigadoon. Uh-huh. Give me the backstory. It, it's it's a musical show. A musical. Yeah. It's a six-episode musical show. Each episode's about 30 minutes mm-hmm. uh, long. Um, it stars Keegan Michael Key and Cicely Strong. Um, what has she been in? Before? She's from Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah. And right. uh, of course, Keegan Michael Key's uh, Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a parody, I guess, of, yes. of musicals. Kind of a, a combination of several different musicals. Um, yeah, like um, it's described as '40s and '50s, sort of a tribute and a parody yeah. of these musicals. So you got Brigadoon, Music Man. Uh, those are the Oklahoma, two that, Oklahoma for sure. Yeah, uh, and then there's uh, Carousel, the yeah. character um, that, uh, and I can't remember the actor that plays him. He was in Les Mis, but the the Carney. Oh yeah, plays the, the Carney. The Rapscallion Carney was in there, uh, and he's kind of from that. Uh, there's Sound of Music. There's one special number from Sound of Music. Oh, that is we it? will yep. yes, okay. yes, that we will not be singing. <laughs> not that we're singing any of it, but we're definitely avoiding that one. Uh, so but produ- Aaron, uh, can you how you say it last name? TV. E I T Aaron, I don't know. Tavit. So sure. with what's her face being from Saturday Night Live, that explains a lot because Lauren Michaels, Lauren Michaels. is the producer. producer, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Fred uh-huh. Armiston is in it. I think he's yeah. a Saturday yes. Night Live. Yes, alum, that's right. At least. Sure, it sure yeah. is. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff too. Uh, and Martin Short. Martin Short's in it. Shows also up. an yep. SNL alum. And, and Kristen Chernoff. Tristan Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Thank you. Uh, who I love from The West Wing. Yeah. Okay. But also, Broadway star was in Wicked, originated the role of Glinda the Good Witch from okay. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, and I think some of the others, I'm not sure. But Jane I, Krakowski. Jane Krakowski, you know, has done Broadway as well. Of course, she was in 30 Rock. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so and, what's the premise? 
The premise is you've got uh, Cicely Strong and Key's character. They're doctors in New York City. They're a couple on sort of having a rocky time. And right. so they go on this. What starts out, you only get a few minutes of this, but it's a weird sort of hippie retreat to find yourselves. Yeah, back and to nature kind of things or exactly. camping in the woods. Right. So they go in the woods and find this bridge. Yeah. And when they cross the bridge, they land in this brightly colored. Yeah, uh, looks very much almost like Wizard of Oz. Like exactly, kind of thing. Yeah, it does. But, Boy, um, the colors pop, mm-hmm. and it is. Oh, you you see that much of it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I've definitely. seen the yeah. first whole yeah. the first episode. Yeah. So the well, the thing I noticed was the colors really pop. Saturation was high. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very 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 deep depth of field. Oh yeah. I mean, you can see everything's yeah. in focus. And and can, which it kind of brings about the the idea of it being a staged thing as opposed to something that's supposed to It's very realistic. Obviously, you're in the real wo- woods mm-hmm. and when you're in the real world, um but uh once you're in Schmigadoon, it very much has a set quality even outside things. There's some that that are not, um uh, mm-hmm. but uh but most of it does. And that's supposed to be like Brigadoon. Okay. Which uh uh, I'm not as familiar with that musical, yeah, I'm not either. but they same thing happens. They get trapped in uh, this, you know, mythical uh, okay. place called Brigadoon, and then they can't get out. You know? oh. So that 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 much of the premise comes from that. I need to watch that. Yeah. Okay. I I thought it was Schmigageddon there forever, and then I finally <laughs> read it, and it's like, oh no, that's Schmigadoon. Yeah, Schmigadoon. Yeah, Schmigadoon. So. And the the opening number of Schmigadoon is uh, is very reminiscent of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That song. Uh, uh, Keegan Michael Ke- the characters I can't remember the the doctors Josh Skinner yeah was the is the man and she is let's see Melissa Gimble yeah anyway they think it's just entertainment they think they've stumbled upon some kind of it's you know, part of the retreat part of the retreat right yeah so and every time they start to sing they go oh no no and of course Cicely Tyson's character Mel is very much a fan of musicals so Cicely, she Cicely Strong Cicely Strong Cicely Tyson so I don't she's not think in, she was it. in it she's not in it yeah <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you for correcting me before you had to do it, like on the in the wrap up. Right. But uh, anyway, yeah, Cicely Strong's character Mel is a fan of musicals, so she knows what's going on and she knows how to mm-hmm. anticipate. Oh, this is what's happening here, and uh, is is quick to participate. But he's not going to have uh-uh. it. He's not having it. But there's no. a there's a a women's league which is headed up by uh, Kristen Chenoweth's character. Um, she's the minister's wife. She's the minister's sort of wife. Stern, and kinda, yeah. sort of stern. Yeah, very stern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the doctor's characters aren't aren't, mar- aren't married, so they want them to stay in you know separate, separate rooms, rooms in the, the hotel, hotel room and the, the, and the and, hotel. And the hotel room costs the two rooms. Yeah, cost a, dollar, a dollar. A dollar. Yeah, very much turn of the nineteenth century kind of stuff. A going dollar. On. Yeah, that's great. Right. So, so do uh, they try to find an ATM at some point? I don't remember that. No, I think no, they, they had a dollar. They had, they had, they had plenty they had of dollar. money. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, like uh, d- different songs, uh, a lot of double entendre kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and some are just flat out. They're not double yeah, entendre. That's, uh, yeah, single entendre, but you get the entendre pretty quick. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah. it is good music. That's The what music was the, is really good. I was the looking at the producer is Cinco Paul, who is not somebody I'm familiar with, but mm-hmm. um, I like his... Uh, his uh, tagline at the end is out of sync production. So I thought that was good. I mean, I would but definitely uh, watch something else that he did. And they originally, what I heard was uh, he and uh, the co-writer, and I don't remember the co-writer's name, originally wanted to do it with uh, two guys in kind of a, an American werewolf in uh-huh. uh, London kind of kind of uh, premise, you know. And it wasn't until he hit on the married couple that that worked right. out really well. It was well. like 20 years ago when they had the idea. <clears throat> right. And yeah. then all of a sudden this... Uh, 
they got the, the thought about the couple and right. went from there. Right. Uh, Dove Cameron's in there. She plays, uh, I can't remember the, the young character that uh, gets involved with, uh, uh, Betsy. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, and she she's was supposed to be like Addo Annie from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. And she played Liv and Maddie. I didn't, that was something that my kids watched every now yeah. and then. She was also an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Who was she in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? She, I can't remember the character's name. She was a villain. She was a daughter of a, like a high ranking uh, general and uh, kind of a weaponized uh, gotcha. uh, person. So. so you guys watch it with your wives, correct? That's yes. Right. Uh-huh. And they and what did your wives think of Schmigadoon? Uh, Becky loved it. Yeah, she's yeah most liked it too because uh-huh. she's, she's into musicals. So yeah. Where it was a good thing. Yeah. And it was just kind of funny. I'd, I'd seen it on Apple TV. We were watching Ted Lasso and I didn't want to get up from my chair. So I'm like, well, I'm, she got on her phone and I was like, I'm going to watch this first, first uh, episode here yeah. to see what it's about. And then I'm like, I'm going to watch another episode. And That's what we did, too. We finished That's it. what we did, too. And I will say, you know, you know, we were enjoying it as much as Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. You know, it has that same sort of feel good. Yes. If you like musicals. Now, if you're not into musicals, if you're, not into you're probably musicals, not going to Probably not like it. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would think so, too. It just kind of had that, you know, especially with all that's going on in the world, it was mm-hmm. kind of a nice diversion. So each episode was roughly a half hour. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just kind of on a rabbit trail here that seems to be apple tv plus is their their gimmick is their episodes they're holding their comedies are holding to half an hour to kind of the that true american sitcom format and i think that's i think that works well because it's like you were saying jay we sat down and watched you know two episodes maybe three episodes some night uh whereas we might not have said oh i don't want to watch an hour an hour and a half of television you know right. next thing we know we're watching it because it's good I mean, and usually would end with something that not necessarily a cliffhanger but there was something that made you want to go forward to the next thing i mean and it might be a little bit long but it's something that could be you know in quibi style could be put together as one long musical too you know, yeah. down the road if they wanted to do that yeah i could see them doing that so it'd be three and a half hours three hours yeah, yeah. right about three yeah six, six episodes, episodes not three. seven yeah so overall you enjoyed it yes. what did you like most about it uh, you, you mentioned the positive you talked about your the positive messaging you talked about your fans of musicals and so you like that i mean but if somebody else if a non-believer in musicals wanted to watch it what would you tell them i if think the story was good humorous story was good but i think mainly the appeal was the music to mm-hmm. me because the music was always even though it would sometimes be derivative of a, you know because okay this is obviously you know take off on the oklahoma theme song this is obviously a take off on do re me mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and uh, I, i'm going to have to watch it just for yeah, that yeah you need to yeah, watch that one yeah and uh, so but they did it with it was still an original piece, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it may have had, you know, the feeling of that particular song, but it wasn't just taking the same music and putting new lyrics to it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So just I thought that was violent. all well done, you know. So does the mayor ever turn blue and disappear in a puff he of smoke? He turns, but he doesn't turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you understand well, why I'm said, asking that? I yes. feel like I should know. I know that. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, when you've explained it to him. I'm trying to not talk much. <laughs> what are we? What are, are we, we talking about? Make? Wizard of Oz? No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'm thinking uh, the, the mayor, witch. No, the mayor is oh, Alan oh, Cummings, yes, who played yes. Nightcrawler. Yeah, that's right. Because right, right, oh, I was thinking there were okay. several more superhero kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Wow, yeah, that no, he fell does not, flat. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, had, I was thinking of the mayor, but the mayor's not the one that disappears in Wizard of Oz. It's the witch that does. And I kind of kept thinking uh, Kristen Chenoweth would turn into an actual no, witch, witch at one point. Yeah, but 
It's just too modern of a musical. Yeah. To and the other that. thing too, I noticed was when they end, you know, after, after the doctors have made a permanent impact on the town and everybody's going to be more progressive in their, their thinking and, and kind of be embrace the future. There was definitely the a present. message there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the, 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 Schmigadoon song has gone from Oklahoma to something that sounds much more contemporary, like a, mu- or a musical from In the Heights or from okay. Rent or something like I, that. I was going to ask if there were any any modern pieces in there. That's about the only time, I and that I think that was done intentionally to show that there's a transition because everything else was very much of that 40s and 50s musical time period where you had a lot of the Rodgers and Hammerstein Hammerstein uh, stuff. Uh, so. That it stayed within that genre until the last, and then you hear this song that's got uh, just a uh, the arrangement is much more contemporary than it had been before. Yeah, and and so many. I mean, I guess Keegan Michael Key and Cicely Strong. She she had a pretty good voice, uh-huh. um, but a lot of these had amazing voices. Yeah, and so it wasn't yeah. just. Alan Cummings is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. they yeah. really. Alan yeah. Cummings is great. He does a lot of Broadway too. He's in cabaret. Okay. Yeah. He's also the voice of Masterpiece Theater. Oh, he is? I mean, Masterpiece Mystery. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Next on yeah. Masterpiece. He, uh, so when, when Sherlock was on Masterpiece in the U.S. when it first premiered, he did the intros for those. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Jane Krakowski is a great singer. I don't know who plays the school marm, but she had a fantastic she's voice. She's in Hamilton. I'm not sure what part, but she's... Okay, yeah, is she? She's, and she was like... I was looking at her a minute ago. She's, she plays Donna Summer... What's her name? Something. Her name is Ariana Debose. Okay. And so she was in okay, the Hamilton, the Disney premiere of Hamilton. She's going to be in West Side Story, the Spielberg version. Okay. She, she was the youngest sister in Hamilton, wasn't she? Well, that's she what I wondered if she was. But yeah. Yeah. They. She looks so different. She was in the original cast of Hamilton as the Bullet, but I don't know what the Bullet okay, is. Okay, that's that's who she is. The Bullet is the... You've seen it, right? Yeah. Well, I've okay. seen the original. Yeah. So, when, uh, when the character... When they shoot, uh, the Bullet character uh, yeah. pretends to be the Bullet traveling oh. through space. So, as it's crossing... It's going in slow motion, you know, so as it's crossing the stage and, you know, Hamilton's doing a, a thing or Burr's okay. doing a thing, you see her acting as the Bullet, then it finally gets to to Hamilton oh, so, okay yeah. so apparently she was that she was in uh, she got a Tony for the Donna Summer thing um, but she was fantastic bring it on so you think you could dance those kind of things but yeah she was great yeah she was and great. there was like I said there was there was a lot of stuff for Music Man I don't know if we mentioned Music Man but uh, Robert, yeah, I, I recognized the song but I didn't know where it was from and I asked Melissa and she knew she said oh yeah that's Music Man yeah there was one the, the Trouble in River City kind of song <laughs> where uh, yep. yeah the Miss, what was it uh, Strife and I can't remember what it was yeah, I can't remember the anyway words. Kristen Chenoweth's song was, was that Music then, Music Man was Robert Preston right right yeah. okay yeah all right yeah and there was one song that started and this was kind of a I don't know if it was Cicely or Keys in it but anyway they it started out as sort of the dream ballet song. Oh, from Oklahoma. I love that. I love that. Becky and I both would just, oh my gosh, that nope. is so true. Yep. Nope. Nope. Dream ballet. No dream ballets. Nobody likes a dream ballet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so there's get, a lot of spoof. You get there's that reference. spoof, but also uh-huh. amazing singing and, yeah. and the word. I mean, everything just came together. Um, and they brought some other things into it too, like when uh, Jane Krakowski's driving her away mm-hmm. and uh, she's supposed to be the Baroness from Sound of Music. And, uh, but they said, Oh, Hitchcock would love you. And the scene looks like one of those fake driving scenes uh-huh. from a Hitchcock movie where, you know, they've got the movie playing yeah. behind them. And so it, it was kind of, 
they brought that into it as well. Does the leprechaun ever show back up? No. No. Oh, and I was really hoping he would. Man. What's funny is because when they roll credits, you know, you see these people listed, but they on, they may only have like a like in Martin Short's case, only that small little piece. And, pe- and yeah. he was just he was just a leprechaun. That's right? it. Yeah. As far yeah. as we know. It's yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah. And I, don't, I was I don't really hoping is, he might come back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is the kind of thing that would have a second season. Probably not. But you know, it even ended sort of open-ended yeah you know right you, you think happens? it's uh yeah. which, which, that's right you know what's happening but you're not for sure so it could have us you know return to schmigadoon but yeah probably not so would you watch your second season i would oh, absolutely yeah, I would. yeah so so is apple tv plus finally getting their feet i think they may be yeah i mean we've talked about like i said i had it not been for ted lasso i would not still be subscribed to apple tv yeah and i now, watched uh first episode of morning show finally as yeah. well last night so. and that that season two is coming soon i yeah. saw that yeah. yeah so i didn't make it past the first episode of that i liked the first episode yeah. i'll watch i'll watch more I, I would give it a i'd give it a chance uh-huh if you know it's anyway you're I would, yeah you're yeah oh, i was just gonna say uh for all mankind yeah i watch that well worth watching that again what i probably would have done had ted lasso not been you know airing I would have, you know, gotten rid of my account and maybe renewed it when, you know, something was out. Of course, mm-hmm. they're doing, uh, they're doing, you know, weekly drops as opposed to uh, dropping the whole series at one time. And Schmigadoon had had already finished airing by the time I, I started I watching I, it. Yeah, I, I saw it, a thing that's, you know, final uh, finale watch party for Schmigadoon, and I thought, gosh, I didn't even didn't know about it, you know, so well, I watched it. And I think Schmigadoon is kind of a slow burn. I mean, yeah, I think so too. And it's not going to be; it's going to be very much a. a, a niche kind of thing but you know you know you know what we haven't done in this show guys we haven't developed our own rating system oh yeah like two thumbs up but yeah yeah yeah, we should come up with something like that you know maybe we should go to lunch one day and figure that out so because i kind of would want you guys to rate schmigadoon with our with this rating system that we've got that we don't have so but well, anyway. once we develop it, we can go back and do another. We can episode retcon, retconning our. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Do you think you'll watch any more of it? I may watch episode two, and yeah. and see if if uh, I didn't dislike it. There's some things that were pretty yeah. funny, but I'm just I'm. Just, it's just not your thing. It's just not my yeah. thing. So well, that's perfectly understandable. You know, yeah. So, uh, when I saw. Uh, when you texted us the or WhatsApped us the picture of you watching, I'm like, oh no way, he's actually watching I know, it's this not the thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I figured. Did you I watch ha- Hamilton? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You have to remember, I had tickets to watch oh, Hamilton that's right. in London. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got ice. And Hamilton's down. kind of a different experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been tracking Hamilton for a long time because yeah. when Hamilton first came on scene, I was in kind of a historical biography mode. Uh-huh. I just finished reading John Adams by um, McCullough. Yeah. yeah. And so I was really interested in Hamilton. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, more for yeah. the history than the musical. Very, very yeah. different vibe. But um, yeah. So speaking of different vibes, Jay, apparently Art and I made a couple of mistakes while you were gone. Do you have a list? Do you One or are two. We, we ready? Let's. Uh, we're gonna, I don't have a good list, but I can. I can. We're, gonna, we're gonna do a Jay's corrections episode. Jay's not, corrections. not not Jay in the correction facility, but we're gonna do. <laughs> you know, every few weeks, a Jay's gonna listen and tell Art. And I, what we did wrong, and what what did we butcher? Do you remember the, the primary thing that I noticed? This was in your episode of Ted Lasso when I was not here. Was was the character of the assistant coach, Coach Beard, Coach Beard, Brendan Hart, Brendan Hunt, Hunt. Okay, 
Hey, well, and, and is there Brendan Hart? There, I don't know, but he wasn't in Did Lesson. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry I didn't leave Cicely Tyson hanging there for you. <laughs> or uh, you didn't leave it. Yeah, you, you should have left it so you could. I called that one right And what, what was the and other Of course, one? well, then you, you already worked on the, I'm not even sure I can say it right, but the Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, whatever. Jason Sudeikis, yeah, That's what y'all were. You already addressed that one. Okay, so. That's it? We got a whole segment. That's it. Just a segment today. I'll work on a. I'll work on an episode. I, I think. I you think need, you're leaving a lot of stuff hanging. Is what's going I think on. it's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you're letting us slide on some things. I, I think we need to do a Jay's corrections every every few episodes. Yeah. Because he. You do you listen? Singer. Do you listen to the show? No. <laughs> I don't. I'm, no. I'm pointing no, at I art. Actually, actually, will. Yeah. Sometimes go back and listen to it, and I'm always surprised. <laughs> I don't remember talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we keep uh, going and, so long. And when I hear, you know, like I said, we'll, uh, I remember Burgess Meredith. I can't remember what I called him one time, but I was like, oh my gosh, how did I get Burgess Meredith's name wrong? And I think in that same episode, I butchered whoever Catwoman was. I couldn't remember her name. Julie Newmar. Something. Anne Hathaway. Michelle no, Pfeiffer. Before that, there's the still one more, right? There's the kid. Whatever I called her, it was so wrong. Anyway, okay, been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Batman, I saw a little interview with Michael Keaton who said he has no idea how any of the multiverse stuff works yeah. at all, period. <laughs> he is clueless. Marvel, DC, he said one of the producer was trying to explain it to him one time. I think it was for, um, I think it was for the, the Flash movie he's, he's, he's part of. And he just kind of glazed over, and the producer's like, you really don't understand. He's like, nope, I got my character, and that's it. Yeah, so, don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Lee so. Merriweather? Yes, <laughs> I knew we'd get to yeah. it. Uh, that's what you know. Uh, Kurt Russell's son, and I can't remember his name, the his first name, the guy that played the Cap. Stewie, the fake, the fake Captain America. Oh yeah, no, no, Stewie's from the that's uh, that's Stewie from um, the boys. He's somebody else's son. Anyway, he's Randy Quaid. So. He's Randy Quaid's son. Yes, yeah, sorry. Now the fake. Anyway, Captain. he was trying to figure all that out. Sebastian Stan goes, Man, "Don't worry about all that. It doesn't matter. Just learn your lines and do it." So, you know, the fans will figure it all out. You don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we we don't care about that. That's right. So, Wyatt Russell, I believe, is his that's name. That's it, Wyatt go. Russell. Mm-hmm. So we're 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 going to be a little bit more vigilant, aren't we? You, yes. you and I are. Yes. Yeah. So all right. Now that we've got our fact checker. Now that we've got our fact checker, we've got to be on our guard. Pronunciation checker. We've got to be ever vigilant from Jay. That's right. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.